What you got? What you like? You, you you said earlier when you were talking about aiming and shooting, you said reticule, <laughs> right? Probably. Okay. I said reticule last week, and somebody heard me, and they said, "That's a woman's small handbag, originally <laughs> netted and typically having a drawstring and decorated with embroidery or beading." So what's the proper and the, word? Reticle. Reticle, yeah. Not reticule. Reticule, but it's only because reticule is a thing. It would, be okay, it would be okay to like let it pass. English, am I right? And then someone pointed it out to me. I was saying the same thing. Interesting. But I just I heard you say it and I went, yeah. wait a minute. I, I gotta I gotta I pass probably this on. won't change. No, you don't have to. No. Welcome to episode 149 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is your host, Locke. Hey, he just did Locke. Hey. I did it. I was thinking about it the whole time. I know. You had to think hard. You're like, what's my name? And then it's I waited for you to finish and yeah. you never came. It's, uh, well, it's always the problem, they say. You never finish. Yeah, we, um, well, I mean, we use gamer tags as our names on the show. Mm. I mean, my, I've put mine everywhere so you have now you i have. respond to it it is a, your persona as, but as like the, the, the felix hergood is first name and last name right you know so it's easier it's easier mm-hmm. yeah I, I think this is a diamond jab brought it up to me when we were playing destiny 2 at the curse of osiris release he's like i listened to your most recent episode and uh i heard you guys struggling to figure out if you're going to be called lock or lock and key and i was like <laughs> Next episode, I'm going to just do lock just for you, man. Just for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he's very supportive. He was in my uh, stream today. He was in my stream today. Mm. And, oh man, he's such. A, he's a great ball breaker, dude. Yes. When we were live, when, when I was live on stream, uh, I was talking about how uh, I'd like to play Battlefield because um, because Battlefield One is historical mm. and the maps uh, are based on like like real battles. And he chimes in. He goes. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that Star Star Wars Battlefront 2, and those maps are based on real battles as well, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he was saying to me that uh, when he was listening to the most recent episode, uh, the one after that he was on, he was saying, this is why people don't invite me onto the podcast, because I was in my car like yelling at you guys to make talking points that I wanted to make or was hoping you guys would like talk about things that I want to talk about. I was like, well, that just means you got to come back on the show, man. Yeah, Diamond Jab, you should come back as often as you want, dude. You live close. I don't really care. Come back every week. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Make yeah. it happen. Make, make it, it happen. And uh, you haven't introduced yourself. I have not. I'm Neo Aoshi. Hey, Welcome, it's Neo Aoshi. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. So I think we're going to hit uh, a few high-level talking points uh, this evening. We're going to talk about the um, the Game Awards and the winners for the Game Awards. Also announcements from it. Uh, announcements from Game Awards. We're going to talk about PSX, and we're going to talk about Bungie, yet again, their response to Curse of Osiris. Uh, Saga as of, continues. As of last night, um, we have another blog post from Bungie. Um, but first, we're going to hit what we've been up to. Um I guess I'll. You want me to kick it off, guys? Is that okay? Mine's brief as fuck. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can be real quick. Okay. Um, so I, as I already brought up, I did. Uh, I, I went on. I went away. I was in Florida, so I didn't have a lot of playing when I was there. I played 
Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on my iPhone, which actually is a playable game, to be honest with you. I had a good time doing it. It ported well to iOS. It ports well. Yeah, it works. And you can really adjust the controls to, to fit the awkwardness of playing on a mobile phone. Mm. Is it like gyro aiming? No, you can add like a toggle option, like okay. a, like a thumbstick option to the screen. So it's more like a thumbstick. So mm-hmm. you just got to remember to keep your finger on the screen. That's what um, some Final Fantasy games do. Yeah, they, mo- they most of those like shooter kind style games do that. Too. Definitely mm-hmm. feels like feels like a thumbstick when you're using it. So I'm good with it. Um, but uh, that game is really old. Yeah, and really dated. But there's some things in it that are really clever that I wish they'd bring back to Grand Theft Auto, like the ability to work out. Hmm. Like you had this like system for building muscle where your character would actually get more and more muscular. And I spent like the entire weekend just making CJ like like a monster. Like, yeah, he was just like working out like every five minutes. (laughs) You can also go the opposite direction, eat a lot and get really fat. Really? And what's really cool about it is he changes his dialogue options to accommodate what body weight mass he has. So when he's like uh, buff. He basically like says all these demeaning things to everybody around him. And when he's fat, he's like, he says things like, don't be making fun of him from a large man who can't run. You know, like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says like all this like, like funny shit. But anyway, point is, is uh, I came back and I streamed this morning and I didn't realize in the middle of my battlefield one stream that they'd come out with a battlefield one update. I don't even know ah. what the update oh, numeric yeah. number is. But I will tell you what the update consists of, which is really awesome. They added uh, more Eastern Front maps, okay. maps that have to do with the Eastern side of the war, which which is actually the side of the war that interests me the most. In fact, my favorite story mission is a story mission that takes place on the peninsula of Gallipoli, uh, which is which if anyone doesn't know, in 1915, um, um, uh Leader of God damn it, I'm blanking on the leader of Eng- England during World War II. Um, yes, Churchill. Yes, Jesus okay. Christ. Winston I, was, Churchill. I was thinking of Winston. The movie like, is I coming out th- soon. I couldn't think of his last name. I All had you Winston. saw was a giant ape from Overwatch. You're Seriously, like, what yeah. Fuck? What is this? <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I was like, Winston Churchill actually blundered the Gallipoli mm. raid. You know, like he totally fucked over the Australian and the New Zealander soldiers that got sent there. Mm. They originally weren't even going to land ships. They basically were just going to take them up the strait of the Dardanelles okay. and, it, and and pound all these with the big, huge guns they had on the ships, pound all these like like fortresses to dust. Mm-hmm. And when they got there, half the ships got knocked out by water mines, a trap, basically. Mm, and then right. they were forced to like land, beachhead, and take it in. But anyway... Uh, Cape Hellas is a, a famous landing battle that they did, kind of like the D-Day invasion in World War II. Gotcha. And um, you play Cape Hellas. You, mm. you, you're either the Ottoman Turks who are fortified, or right. you're the Australian New Zealanders. And when you're in the Australian New Zealanders, you're rushing up a hill, like full of like trench trenches that were impromptu built. And it's it's a lot of fun because when you're rushing. When you're rushing the hill, there's a lot of like when you're when you're Ottoman up the hill, it's great because you're shooting mm. down at people. When you're rushing up the hill, um, there's a lot of ways to gain cover, you know, because of all the fortifications as you go up the hill. So it's it's kind of neat. And then the other one that's really good is called uh, Akibaba. 
Yeah, um, which is more like a like a field, like a field of chaos. Mm. But the, what I what I'm playing, what the mode that I'm playing in the game is called Operations, where it simulates a front line. That's what I like to play. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but this is one half of of a two parter. Basically, they're going to release. They released Capellus and they released. Um, Akibaba, and then there's two more maps that are coming that are uh, more marine based. Gotcha. Um, but they're gonna probably either at the end of the month or in January. Mm-hmm. Nice, but, dude. Yeah, I had a good time. I just randomly walked in. People in my stream were like, "How are you liking the new update?" And I'm like, "I, was like, I didn't even know it was an update." What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, it literally came out yesterday. No, no, I yeah. kn- I yeah. knew I knew that it was new because I'd never played a map called Akibaba, and I'm like Akibaba, and it, and it's definitely. You know, it was a sandy terrain, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, this is definitely Eastern Front. So I ended up like right on the stream, like looking up what Akibaba was, and right. and, and I knew what Cape Hellas was, but like I had never heard of Akibaba. But it was just a continuation of the same front. So cool. very cool. It, it's cool that they're taking Battlefield One to all these incredibly interesting battles that we haven't seen in any other game. Yeah, you know, like this is the only game of its kind. If you want to play World War One and have it be a relative simulator of the war. I mean, yeah, they're... They take some liberties, but... Well, okay. I mean, it, it just would not be fun to do the first two years of World War One no, accurately. I'm sure not. Because all it was was trench warfare. You would sit there for four hours waiting for somebody to tell you like to rush. Like Wonder Woman to walk in Li- and, you know, Yeah, you're charge, waiting for Wonder you know? Woman, but, like, <laughs> but up until that point, you're waiting to die because basically you had to rush a machine gun on the other side of, like... 10 feet you right. know what i mean like yeah. so it, it, that wasn't a it was at the end of the war that they adopted uh combat patterns that look more like world war ii looks like like we're used to in shooters where we run from points try and take a point run to another point like conquest or yeah what's the other game mode uh, what's it called in world war uh sorry in um call of duty when you when you take points do you know is it, uh, i think it's called war I think they call uh, well, it war. That's not what it used to be called. It might be called. What war was it now. called? Then? It was like domination or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it, it's good to see. I, I like this game because it's it's fresh on the on the genre of war because it's it's a war that we've never really played and they yeah. try their best with it. So that's good, man. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. That's nice. all I had to say. Sorry, that was longer than I thought it would be. Listen, we're we're cool. Don't you apologize? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. How dare I, I mean, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, I haven't I haven't turned on Battle uh, Battlefield One since we played a while ago. Don't get me wrong, loading with friends when you're already in a party still totally shit. Well, their menu system and stuff is garbage. Yeah, I mean, the gameplay has always been good for Battlefield. Once you but, fucking yeah. get in there, it's fun as hell. Um, but if trying to get in with friends is just bullshit, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's it's their lobbying system has always been a nightmare, and their joining servers has always been a nightmare. And yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but that's good, man. That's awesome. Um, so I have been, I guess the only thing that's worth talking about right now, cause I'll get on my thoughts on destiny. I know we beat it over the head last week, but I'll add my thoughts once we get to that. And the news points is, uh, PUBG player out on unknown Xbox. came out on Xbox last came night. Out, baby. Well, technically it's out today. It came out last night at midnight. So I was actually playing overwatch last night and I wrapped up overwatch around like 11. So I figured Let's see if I could make it. So I stayed up till midnight. What, was I lying when I told my stream that you'd be streaming that soon? Uh, as long as the game is playable still, or is playable, which we'll talk about those things right now. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stream it. I'll stream directly from the box, so I won't have like the webcam and stuff set up, but I'll, I'll just turn the stream on because it can't, can't hurt to do that. Yeah, because I, I literally typed your Twitch channel into my 
thing and I said, everyone follow this guy. Because nice. they were asking me if I was going to play it. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't have any interest, but right. I know somebody who will. And I was like, lock and key. I Appreciate said, it. I said lock and key. Oh, that's but. okay. That's the that's the Twitch name. <gasps> that is the Twitch name. You're going to find me there. That is the Twitch name. Uh, so I downloaded it last night uh, as expected. I mean, it's only a six gig download, very small game. Mm-hmm. So it downloaded very quick. I think within like 15 minutes I had it downloaded. So I was like, all right, nice. bet. Let's go. I'm going to get into a game. Uh, and then Neo responded to some of my tweets because, of course, the <laughs> server, as soon as as soon as the Eastern, as soon as the U.S. really, because it, it released for the U.S. all at the same time, once our servers went online, the server shit the bed. Uh, um, so which 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 your tweets yeah which <laughs> like, like oh, I, no. which I expected like I did like it was more hopeful that I'd be able to get into a game so I was saying to Neo as we were walking into the studio right around 1 a.m. I got into a game Ooh. Uh, so I played one game thus far um, <laughs> and and uh, I had a lot of fun oh it gets better uh, yeah so it, it's crazy because I had a lot of fun with with very little like engagement like I didn't kill anybody. I got and you won't probably for a while. Yeah, like, I, I, it, it takes a while. Yeah, so I didn't kill a single person, and I got ninth place out of a hundred. Um, just yeah, by just by like following yeah. the circle pattern and you, you and, survived and surviving yeah. right. Um, but there are a lot of issues with the game, uh, which. The initial reaction is there's a lot of problems. However, I've been combing through the Reddit, the Xbox specific PUBG Reddit, not the player unknown PC Reddit. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the things. Um, the frame rate in it is garbage. Yeah, it did not that. port well. Uh, so the frame rate once you land in a very populated area probably goes down to about 15 to 20 frames per second. Oh, God. So it gets choppy. Uh, rendering uh, in general when you're flying in, uh, the buildings don't render until you land. That happens on PC. Uh, which wait, wait, wait. Until you land all the time? Uh, well, I only played one game. Right. Um, so well, that's usually, my example. But Usually you notice them popping in as you come down? No, so the, I, yeah. I could see a structure, but it was no windows, no like, so it didn't fully render. And then That, that does kind of happen. As yeah. I like landed, it was like, oh, this is a very tall building with a lot of windows. It That doesn't really matter uh, to me, though. You know what I mean? Uh, the biggest thing that seems to be the topic of all of the, the backlash right now is uh, Bluehole has decided to not have any aim assist on Right, console. I was going to get to that, yeah. And I am here to say that it's not that big of a deal. Um, and there's a few reasons why. So there's a ton of videos out there of people like trying to do one-on-one engagements with guns and people not being able to aim and the, gu- the gunfights being absolutely hilarious. <laughs> now, from what I can tell, uh, there's a few things that are playing into this. One, very few shooters on console don't use aim assist. So most people have are only used played to it, yeah. are used to it, mm-hmm. right? Two, the majority of people testing it last night were actually PC players that were just playing on Xbox. So you go from no aim assist with very high precision of keyboard and mouse to no aim assist with a controller. No wonder you can't fucking aim. Yeah. Um, so the guy, the top streamer that I was watching yesterday is a PC PUBG player that was just playing it on Xbox because he was trying to ride the train, the hype train. And he, he might as well have been playing with a potato because he couldn't fucking shoot worth a damn. But I shot people last night and it didn't seem like my aim was that bad. So I can't really give a good analysis on it because I didn't get to shoot all the different types of guns. I didn't get in a lot of engagements, but the shooting that I did didn't seem that 
crazy. And maybe that's because I'm used to Rainbow Six Siege on console, no aim assist. Uh, mm. I've turned off aim assist on Overwatch. Like I don't like I don't need aim assist to be a good player, but most people are used to it. Brag about it. Or they're used to no aim assist with something that gives them higher precision. So you give them a controller which has some input lag and the frame rate issues, and it's all combining into oh my god, we can't aim. Yeah. So it, but it, I don't know if they'll add it. They may want to. I don't know, but I would have to play it a little bit more to give an analysis if it's really it may, a problem. It may come with fixing the all these input issues Could and be. All, all these like performance issues. People may just get better with time, and that's it too. It. Yeah, yeah. It, t- it took a while for me to get used to shooting because it's a very loose system of shooting. Right. It's no, it's no Counter Strike, which is super precise. It's no. A battlefield or you know that's a very precise game but it's a very different kind of precision right uh, speaking of the pat yeah. the patch from battlefield that we were just talking about yeah. that actually includes a patch to patch away aim assist they just or, toggle or, it off uh, uh no no they're no. getting rid of aim assist completely i don't know if they're getting rid of it completely it, Hardcore was, men- mode? it, it was mentioned that there is an exploit that people use mm. with aim assist which gotcha. i wasn't aware of um, um, so, so yeah. the aim assist on consoles seems to be a problem. Well, it's not a problem. It's just that's what developers decided to do with controllers for the life of first-person shooters. So if everyone's used to the aim assist helping them target and track, once it goes away and it's just up to you with your ridicule going over their head or their body, there is going to be a difference. And now you take into consideration that guns in, in PUBG have way more recoil. They're way more realistic. In They're an not, it's, not, it's not like a Halo BR. It's it's like a scar that so has a lot of kicks. The so way, it's the way like, recoil works in this game actually works differently than like your battlefields and Call of Duties. It's the, the recoil is completely random. Mm. So your gun won't always go up like in Destiny. Like you know, you know how your gun recoils in those games, right? right? In this, it's completely random, and it's up to you as the mouse and keyboard user specifically to readjust your gun every time, right? And just to be used to knowing how your gun fires. So that's just the way the the creator wants the the guns to work, right? And and I don't think it's a problem. I just think. There was a lot of backlash immediately because people were playing and they were either really bad or whatever it may be. I think this may I mean, just, I just to don't be, know what everyone expected because this was totally to be expected. Yeah. Right? No I mean, bad. yeah, to me, like I don't seem like there were people in my discord that were talking about it that all play PUBG on uh, PC that were looking to get it to, for console to play with me and a few other people. And they were all like, Oh, we're not going to do it now. And I was like, guys, listen, I don't really care if you get it or not. Like, I don't know what you expected. Did you really expect the console experience to be better than the PC experience? Right. Like I'm getting this because I really want the game before I can get a PC and I'm willing to deal with it yeah. to play the game. Right. It's like a fun game. Like you're going from now a 1.0 server with the new map and all these like, it, like oh, pub- this is still test server. This is still yeah. Oh, there's no. There's only one map. There's not even first person right. view. It's third oh, person. They don't have the first person mode. In no. There yet, so, so I mean, like we're like starting from scratch again. Yeah. So like, of course, if you were to transition back, it's not going to feel as great. But I think I think a lot of people are are negatively discussing it now. When I looked at the PUBG, I'm sorry. Did you want to add something? Because you keep putting your hand up and down. No, go ahead. You sure? Uh, I'm going to add it after you're done. Because it's not looking related. at the looking at the PUBG Reddit. Everything seems to be very positive from the people that are posting on the Xbox side. So I'm assuming that the console people that are used to the controller that are used to these things are more the, comfortable with the overall experience has been positive. I think so with minor hiccups. Maintenance. Of course, 
whatever Amos says, blah, blah, right. blah. Right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, we'll see next week. I'll try and give like a little bit more of an anecdote because I'll have played it for a full week. Sure. So I could probably speak to it a little bit more about what I do think about the weapons, what I do think about the looting. What I will say, though, is I think they did a really good job of mapping out the controller. Like I really do think... Can you lean? You can lean. Okay. Um, the way that they do the menu system is uh, you pull up your menu and you now have columns. So you have you have uh, three columns. You have the loot you've picked up, you have your your gear set, and you have your weapons. Your gear set meaning your armor. Um, and what you do is you use LB and RB to toggle between the columns. Interesting. Um, which which honestly seem to work out extremely well. Um, so the the controller scheme they definitely put a lot of work into it um, to make it playable on console since it is something that on pc is always going to have a leg up on it um so yeah i'll just have to give a more in-depth analysis of it of what i think about it after playing it for a little bit longer but thus far the one game that i played i I enjoyed it exactly okay this does look very similar to the pc version yeah so what you do is since you can't move your mouse and keyboard over it like your mouse across it you see where it says my inventory yeah there's an lb and an rb button so if you hit lb you're going over to uh, what you've dropped on the ground. If you move over to RB, you're going to your gear set. If you hit RB again, you're going over to your gun set. Um, oh. And then from there, you have commands on dropping, attaching, and things like that. So I, they, Normally, I, you're either dragging or right-clicking to apply or right-clicking to pick so up. So apply is just X. So if you hover okay. over, you just hit X, and it applies it automatically to the gun. Um, you better you, dra- you click and drag. That's, that's how well, you in PUBG, it. you would in, click in, and drag. Yeah, yeah, in the PC version. In the PC version, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think they did a really good job with the controller scheme. The one last thing that I will say before I end my rant and I give Felix the floor is that uh, they do need to think about the aim assist in one particular instance. Vehicles are out of control. <laughs> so, Vehicles are insane. But here's the problem. They're insane. The problem is, is that it is even harder on console to get somebody out of one because of how poor people are at shooting that people are literally just driving around running people over and that's the way that people are getting the most of their kills also legit strategy so it's a thing but like if it becomes like less about the gunplay and more about the first person to find a car (laughs) it can get really corny but i can again can't really say much because I've only played one game and I've only read other people's thoughts on it. Uh, but all in all, uh, I am excited for it. Uh, I am looking forward to logging in tonight and playing a few a few rounds. Uh, duos, uh, squads, and singles are all out. It's third person, so I'll probably run some duos and some squads tonight to test it out uh, and kind of next week come back with with more about what I think overall. But I am I'm very excited. I've waited a long time for this, so nice. I'm happy. What you got? What you like? You, you you said earlier when you were talking about aiming and shooting, you said reticule, <laughs> right? Probably. Okay, I said reticule last week, and somebody heard me and they said, "That's a woman's small handbag, originally <laughs> netted and typically having a drawstring and decorated with embroidery or beading." So what's the proper and the, word? Reticle. Reticle, yeah. Not reticule. Reticule, but it's only because reticule is a thing. It would, be okay, it would be okay to like let it pass. English, am I right? And then someone pointed it out to me. I was saying the same thing. Interesting. But I just I heard you say it, and I went, yeah. wait a minute. I, I got I to pass I probably won't change. No, you don't have to. No, because no but one knows what that means. My, one of my friends I didn't know said, it either, some, but someone pointed it out to me. They were like, my, why did my, you say reticule? And I'm like, 
because I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know. Mm. Like One of my friends said, uh, I was like, oh, look at this cool carbine I got. You know what a carbine is, right? Yeah. I say carbine. That's what he said. He said, don't say that. You'll get laughed at if you're in, if you're in like the gun people circles. He's been in the real guns lately. He's been in doing so that. It's carbine. It's carbine. Carbine. Yeah. I will and never like, call it a carbine. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I can do that. I've been calling it carbine forever. I'm going to keep calling it a carbine. Just, just thought of that was. I thought yeah, that no, was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it looks like carbine. Carbine looks like it would be two e's. Yes, and an n. Right, because it's c a r b i n e. Yeah. Correct. Carbine. Yeah. Carbine. Yeah, I pronounce yeah. that as. A, I feel like we're on. The, I feel like we're on the right side. <laughs> of this. We we probably are, and most of the gun industry is just pr- pronouncing it wrong for decades and decades. <laughs> the, the gun, yeah. Well, That's so funny. Are, are you all good? Can, can uh, just... yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's there's not much left to add. I mean, I think I just got to play it a little bit more. Yeah, uh, the one thing that I would say, which is pretty obvious because of the the auto aim or the the lack of uh, aim assist, is like sniping is not existent in the game. So it's becoming oh, really? more of like a close quarter combat, like SMGs and shotguns. PC is all sniping um, game, right, exactly, yeah. and it doesn't really again like one game and some Twitch videos that I watched, mm. but it does seem like because of the lack of aim assist uh, with it's making it very difficult to snipe on console. So that, that must make the games very much a different beast. Well, well, cause what happens now is you get like a 50 person, like fifth circle game where like 50 people are swarming like oh the fifth God. circle. It's like a because, crazy, like a crazy death match in like a right. area. Because there's less people dying from random snipes and things, more people are making it to the circle. Wow! Uh, so it, it's like changing the the, the landscape of it that, a little I bit. I find that kind of stuff so interesting. How yeah. just like changing a platform and the way a control scheme works changes the way the it's same in, game yeah. is played. It's it's, yeah. it's really it's incredible. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I, I hope to come next week with uh, some more anecdotes and some more insight. Well, so we'll see. I have some thoughts on the new map which I played. Yeah, tell me about it. Yes. Yeah, so they added the desert map and say. Mexican themed map because every every everything has Mexican or Spanish names. Sorry, I don't want to say that. Why it could be Mexican? I mean, yeah, but I you they're not. Well, Spanish is the language. The, the names of like the areas are are in Spanish. Not they're not in Mexican. You don't say in Mexican. No, you don't say in Mexican. But you yeah, could I was say that myself. it's a Mexican map. That's what I said. You could you could Mexican say that. map. All the names are in Spanish. Yeah, that's what I wanted to that's say. It. Anyway. There you go. Can I can I pause you for a second? It's fucking. It's not carbine. Okay, carbine's a goddamn molecule. It says that it's pronounced carbon right there. Wait, French. What? Let me see. Hold that in my face. Well, I don't know how to read pronunciation, but it's carbon. Like cara- carab carabine would not be pronounced carabine. It would be pronounced carabine. The, the, so it's the, carabine. the word that it was originally based on is called French. carabine, or which is or French. carbon. Where is that? K A R B I N, right next to the other enunciation. Yeah, right, right. I see that, but so I we're don't both know how to, wrong. I don't know how to read pronunciation. I think it says both. To be honest with you, dude, because it says wait, 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 I got it this. says whatever or whatever. Here we, go. Here we go. Ready? What? Carbine. 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 There it is. Carbine. Rub it back in his face. I'm gonna walk in with my laptop. So you know what? I'm gonna be like, when, be like John. You know what? Carbine. You know what you gotta say, John? When you get in the English literature circles, pronounce your words right. <laughs> Fucking serve! I would, I'm gonna drop this mic. Is that all right? Drop it. No, don't. I'm, kid, drop, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, I decided to Google it while you were talking. No, that's good. cool. Okay. That's cool. Good. Thanks, we, thanks we, for all correction. I'm the pedantic fuck here. I want that shit. You do it. You do it as much as you want. 
So All right, tell me about me, this let map. Let me tell you a little bit about this map. It's, it's a really cool map. It's nothing like the original one. Grass everywhere, trees to hide behind. It is filled with open plains and mm. like, like mountains, lots of, right. lots of places to climb. The buildings are all different. It's, it looks like all different assets for the most part from the current, the current the grassy map. map. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've changed the vehicles. Um, aside from the motorcycle and the buggy, They've added a like a like a jeep with a truck bed. Can, okay, they can seat two people. Oh, uh, interesting. In the back there, um, they've added what we, what we are calling the dank tank, which is like you know those VW old school buses. buses. It's like nice. one of those, and it's like we've noticed it's like kind of heavily armored. You're still vulnerable, but you can take some hits, and it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty cool. Um, just wanted to, I got I played on Sunday. Got a, two chicken dinners, one in a duo with one of my buddies. And the other one was solo, my first solo chicken dinner on this map. Nice. And during the game, was it because you stayed in that armored vehicle? No, I did something completely. I did. I I pretty much stick, stuck to my own path, and I got lucky, and I found a sniped uh, a sniper and a silencer for it, and a assault rifle and a silencer for that. Nice. So I was like switching it up, and um, I was using the mini fourteen, and I believe an M four. Uh, okay. Fully kitted. And I was in this game the whole time and I was creeping around the whole time and the game crashed at one point. Mm. So I had to restart the client and I was like, shit, there are like 12 people left in this in this match. Fuck, I hope I don't get shot while I'm like loading back in. You can load back in now, which is a thing. Oh, that's God. cool. Yeah. And the moment I loaded back in, um, the circle was closing in on its last, you know, final moments. And I was creeping around. The, the whole fight took place on like a mountaintop. I was creeping around like a wall and... I got lucky and I approached every person I ran into from behind. So they're all on top of these hills looking down, trying to see people run into the circle. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And they're all like scoping it out. And meanwhile, I'm silenced walking in just like pop, 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 pop. And then the game just ended with me uh, taking out, taking out a guy on a mountain. That's got that screenshot right here. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. I got seven kills at the end of that, which was pretty good. Nice, Um, nice. I tried to record the last because NVIDIA you can clip out uh, NVIDIA right. experience you can clip out stuff. Yeah, um, I'm, I should just use uh, OBS from now on. You should because that you can just record clips. I, you can you you can just record the whole matches. Yeah, you can just they, record video yeah. instead of streaming. If you yeah. didn't want to stream it. Well, with, with uh, yeah, I didn't want to. I, I think you can do both. OBS can, can do both. OBS can stream and it can record uh, to a file. Yeah. Mm. Um, but when I tried to save the clip of the, like the last two minutes, it does it it. It said, oh, you just begun recording. And I'm like, shit, I didn't have it turned on. So mm. that, I was too worried about jumping back in the game because my game crashed and shit. Right, right, right. But yeah. That's awesome, dude. Later that day, I teamed up with my buddy and we both won uh, by teamwork, using teamwork. Nice. Nice. I got shot. Uh, he revived me, ran up, and then I was putting fire on the guy. And then he mm-hmm. ended up finishing off the last guy. So worked out pretty well. Nice. Um, another thing I've been doing. So that's PUBG in the new map. Cool. Pretty cool stuff. I'm yeah, sounds it. good. They updated the server, the test server today. They said they're not going to close the test server until 1.0 launches. So, oh, okay. They're just they're just running the test because like they had like scheduled times. They were running this test server. So today they updated it and they up they threw the old map back in the mix. Mm. So now you can randomly get either map or the old map has different uh, weather effects cloudy very rainy. cool so that's all random too so you every time you jump into a game that's the way it should be you're gonna just get a random scenario that's yeah. the way it should be the game's completely random between yeah. the circle and the environments and the map 
I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was actually, cool. what's really funny is uh, I didn't even know that was a thing and I was reading some uh, Reddit posts about mm-hmm. it and someone's recommendation for the Xbox one, they probably had no idea about PC. It was like, what's a PC? No, okay. They were probably like, uh, they said something to the effect of, wouldn't it be cool if like each match or map was was random when you started so if there were multiple maps you didn't know what you were going to get but that's really cool and then the addition of weather effects is really cool mm-hmm. like in this desert map what if there was like like a like a sandstorm and it like blocked oh your God. blocked your like vision that would ch- see that changes the way you play the map yeah that's which is awesome. really cool which is um, really cool no i haven't noticed anything different on the the new map yet okay but one thing i do want is like why no night maps that's cool well, I know. I know. I was talking to my my buddies about this. I was like, well, like I'd like to see night, and they're like, "Well, everything's gonna be dark." I'm like, "You don't make it pitch black. You freaking just make the area darker." darker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you don't. I mean, they probably will. I mean, yeah. they put so much energy into getting it probably out for Xbox and trying to get to 1.0, splitting their team up or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, they're hiring more people. I would hope. All I that, hope so. All that money they made from the PC version. I would hope so. Uh, I mean, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they do adopt something like. that that where they bring in like night mode or mm. or or something to that effect that's awesome yeah and the other thing i've been doing was i reinstalled division nice back in division 1.8 patch drops i, I heard know good the, i've heard nothing but good things about it you know what i this is like the like december rolls around winter this is like when i want to play division it's mm. perfect it's like it's the it's a immersive in a sense that you're running around an empty new york and it feels good yeah in the winter during christmas right so it's like it's true it's true and all the improvements they made to the game so i'm i'm leveling with the my discord group okay so we all we was like oh god there's like six of us total of all the people i know playing right now mm. even my roommate i got to play again he hasn't been playing games all year nice so we're all we're all going to be playing. We're all and the new update includes like a two new areas: one in the dark zone, one in like this pier that's like a, a proper horde mode. Right, where you're actually like progressing your way through this area to get to whatever goal. Um, and the survival mode, I really want to get back into. Nice, which I believe they removed the level cap on. You can just join in in a survival game because mm. it's not necessary for the level cap. Right, matter. I know Diamond Jab and the GSM crew started playing Division again. I watched some streams. He's been playing it a lot. I. I'm going to be really honest. I logged into the game, looked at the map and got really overwhelmed and just quit it. Don't blame um, me. Because like when I put it down, there was like nothing. Well, I still hadn't done everything like the little encounters and things like that. So th- that's all there. Then like the raids are there. Yeah. Then like additional contents there. And I was like, it's like the opposite. Like, of I don't Destiny. even know what to do. I don't, like, I, don't even, I don't even know what to do. There's so I'm going to just quit. <laughs> That's why I just started a new well, character. I just that's we, what I did. Why don't that's we not, what I should probably yeah. do. Why don't we not know what to do together and just do it? Probably. That's fine. It's like the opposite of the Destiny problem. Seriously. Like, you're just like, oh my God. These See, on, on Twitter earlier, said we were having a conversation, right? Uh, me and Trip, And I was like, well, I've been playing Division now too. And seeing how Division has been updating their game constantly since 2015. Like, like completely improving it and now we're on year like three or four of destiny we're still seeing you know pickups sure but you could argue that division was a pile of hot garbage until their second piece of dlc absolutely so that was technically what a year plus into their base game so we would have to get about another six months into into destiny too but but with destiny making the same mistakes they made like year one and two are they the same mistakes yeah gating dlc behind behind uh expansion pass i don't even see that as a problem i think that's a non-issue seriously seriously i don't know what to say to that 
completely at a loss. That's literally the least of their fucking problems. No, you, and, and you know they, what? You're and absolutely right. And they fixed it immediately and have already put in a no, patch for it. And that's so, great. Which, so like, and they never gated DLC in their first game. They never gated any of the proper D1 stuff behind stuff in, in DLC. You sure? They said it in their blog post. They said in D1... Everything in the base game was available in the base game. And when the DLC came out, nothing was hindering from the DLC. And we realized that that was a mistake with D2, that we wanted the prestige mode to always be what you needed to be to raise the power cap. But I'm, I don't remember anything from D1 that was in base D1. Of course, new content came out that you couldn't do because you didn't have the new content, yeah. but you never lost what you could do in base d1 and that obviously was a stupid move in this was to say you can't get the achievement you can't you can't do the prestige mode like all of that absolutely Um, but that is still by far the least of their problems it just exacerbated the community's uh frustrations with them yeah um but i would agree i mean i would agree that you would hope that after three years of d1 that they wouldn't be making mistakes but hopefully um, we'll see improvements coming we'll soon. S- hopefully. I mean, speaking of, I played the raid layer last night. With I trip, love the raid layer. With trip and snacks. What did you think? It was pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that is one, like, all the, like, hate I, you know, throw at Destiny and the shade I throw at them, like, they're really good at making those cool raid experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Le- Leviathan. And oh, I Leviathan like, is a fantastic raid. Yeah, and I, I love when they think of really fun ways to add these crazy MMO mechanics into a first-person shooter yeah. and then like actually do it well. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of cool. And we were blind running it. Yeah. Um, it was it was uh, Trip, Snacks. Um, what do we call him? Uh, Sildaris. Sildaris, thank Sildaris's you. Sildaris' brother. I don't know what he Sildaris's would Sildaris' brother and uh, some other guy. I don't know. Mm. But either way, it was like tons of fun. And they were, they were, I was sitting back just enjoying the atmosphere and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they were all like, okay, so these panels, we got to jump on. We got to do this. Okay, we can figure this out, guys. Okay, we get, we didn't get it this time, but here we go again. Yeah. We got this. We, and like, we like figured it out. Yeah, we did yeah. a blind run, me and a crew, uh, a few nights ago. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and what I was going to say when we got, I guess we'll just continue talking about Destiny. When, sure, why not? Uh, I was the first person to start giving a lot of hate after Curse of Osiris came out. And, oh, and I mean, there's, I mean, the story stuff sucks. Yeah, yeah there's still yeah. a ton of problems. But like, I got back into the regular Leviathan raid with a crew, some buddies that I've played with uh, before, and we did the Leviathan raid. And it's the first time I did the raid in probably about a month, and I had so much fun. Yeah, this and is it, where the game really like, excels. And and that's my point. Like, yeah. I don't really have a reason. Well, now I have a reason because I, I'm not at light level cap yet, so I guess that's a reason to play the game. But sure. like, Unless you want to do public events over and over and over and which I don't. do all that bullshit. Right. Yeah. But like playing, which is annoying as hell, by the right. way. Yeah. Playing a six-person raid, doing this really fun mechanics and, and feeling like a badass, like was a ton of fun. And then we like a few days la- later or so we, we raided Thursday, Friday, the raid layer came out. We did it. S- no, we did a Friday night blind beat it. And it felt, I didn't beat it yet, by the way. Felt, so no, oh, you didn't beat we're, it. Yet. We're okay. going to continue tomorrow. Um, yeah. It felt really incredible. Um, Why is it called the raid layer again? So the way that they're, the way that they're doing it is now um, it's a smaller section of the raid. You like enter the Leviathan and there's another door that opens like right before you, you haven't even ex- done the regular raid yet. Nope. Yeah, the Leviathan, like and, and, and the Leviathan is a ship. Engine. 
Yeah, yeah, I know that. Right. Yeah. So your first your first raid is you you land on the Leviathan. You find you make your way to this area, and this is where you start all of your encounters. But the ship is massive, so the raid layer is like you getting to another section of the ship and fighting more different bosses. Right. So it's a it's a three it's a three section mini raid because how many are, levels are in the ship? We don't know. Don't, we don't yeah. know. So but there is there is to, there is room on the right hand side for another raid layer. When you when you open up the yeah. the splash page, there's the raid in the center. There's a a, a left hand for raid layer. Don't forget one. the underbelly of that part. Right. So the yeah, underbelly it's of the Leviathan. It's massive. It's a brilliant idea to create a raid and then always make it expandable. This, it's some awesome level design. Yeah. Uh, honestly, um, um, just the way they designed it. That's but similar to the division, you um, could argue. Well. Yeah, I guess the, the design kind of. behind the division is each time they do a new excursion, they basically open a new section of the city, right? Yeah, well, in, in most in some cases, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, they uh, design they design a little bit differently because it's a third person cover shooter. So, like you'll see, like the way they design their levels is it's structured around putting cover in places and different things and that, right. that nature, like barricades, barricades are in the middle of the street yeah. and trucks are down. And but it it's uh, the reason why I love this raid this raid layer so much is it's not super heavy on the mechanics. Like mechanics exist, so it's not just a, a boss sponge. But it's also it's a little bit of both where puzzle you, solving where you get the puzzle solving mm-hmm. and there's a mechanic, but it's not overly complicated. And then you still have to do a ton of DPS, which makes you feel super powerful. And it reminds me more of like how I felt completing Vault of Glass versus doing something super mechanic heavy like Dark Below or, or some of the other raids like Crota Kingsfall. Or King's Fall, yeah, yeah that, like that had a lot of a so. Lot of mechanics. Um, it just felt really nice, and the boss fight is very difficult. And the reason why it's very difficult is because they bring back a lot of ads, like they did in some of the Vault of Glass fights, where like if your team's not working on DPSing and clearing ads, you are not going to beat the boss fight. Like you have to do the mechanic. DPS, slay the ads, rinse and repeat, and it's and it can be very difficult to do, and not from like a like a uh, a light level perspective. Like these p- enemies are too powerful. It's nice. just you have to be very coordinated with one another, and it and it made me feel like we were in a vault of glass raid back in D one, and it and it and it felt really really good. They make um, they make it teamwork feel amazing. They do because everyone's doing their part, and everybody. Yeah contributes in some way and then yeah. you're like wow look what we did yeah together and it just, um, it's amazing so i said it before i was like the only chance the curse of osiris has to survive any type of like any redeeming factor would be if raid layer is good and everyone i've talked to everyone on that i can see all the all the people that are in the the destiny 2 directory on twitch I'm everyone it, yeah. loves raid the raid layer so i'm glad that something came out of this pile of garbage um is it $20 worth of content? No. Uh, but I think it shows that the game is not completely lost yet. Um, uh, but are the rewards getting better or no? So that is As remains to be seen. To be seen. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really grinded enough to tell you. I mean, uh, through the raid itself, I only got one Ingram drop, the full raid, 
one Ingram drop, and then I did get a, a max piece of gear, 335, from beating Callus, who's the final boss fight in the raid. Um, in the raid layer, I got one piece of gear, and that was after beating the final boss fight. So uh, I don't think they're showering you with gifts. Uh, you do get way more loot at the end of heroic strikes, though, which is pretty cool. Like when the when you open up the chest at the end of a heroic strike, it's like loot Boom. like loot cave stuff falls out of it most of it is garbage but it still feels rewarding to see all this stuff pop up the problem with the game um before we hit this is they're still putting so much behind the coinbase system and it's not working out for them and i they really need to get away from the coinbase system the Uh, coinbase system meaning you get vanguard tokens you get crucible tokens you get raid tokens everything is you get tokens you turn them in for ingrams and you get an ingram well the problem is is that i do all this grinding for tokens you're at a fucking fun fair right it's like i'm fucking trying to win tickets to buy a fucking teddy bear like so the problem is is that like the the it would be where's the goddamn fucking fried dough vendor seriously fuck dude it would be different my funnel cake it would be different if the coins led to good gear but the coins don't lead to powerful ingrams because they're worried about people farming coins and then getting to max light too fast that's what i would assume so you only get powerful gear from your milestones six four to six milestones a week and then the rest of the gear the rest of the stuff that you're earning is pointless because your character doesn't doesn't level up from it so it's like why am i playing for coins for coins if the coins do get me loot they get me the gear that i might not have they get me the weapons that i might not have but they're not at a light level that's significant for me to level up what you're telling me is is the moment i'm done my milestones there's really nothing for me to do exactly yeah so you complete your milestones each week you get your chance at some powerful ingrams you stop by zur on fridays maybe you raid maybe you play trials but it is not a game that you log into daily and play yet it's a game that you might log in on reset day, do everything on reset day, maybe log in later in the week, and that's it. I don't remember it ever being a daily game. Oh, well, you're not I. So you, <laughs> remember, not it I. Be, you remember it being a daily game. I play Destiny almost every single day for probably two years. Yeah. I mean, like, sure, there were times where I didn't play it, but like towards the end, but yeah. I try. I would log in all the time because I would grind for something. I would want to log in and do a strike to try and get a per- specific piece of gear. Or I would want to get the gun that's in the meta conversation. Like you might not have played it that way, but no. most of the Destiny subreddit played it that way. Yeah, most of the people that I raid with played it that way. Like we had a thousand plus hours in D one. You don't get a thousand plus hours in a game by like casually playing it. So. If it want, if you want it to be a hobby, there needs to be a reason for you to log in every day. And right now, there's not a reason for you to log every in every day. There's probably a reason for you to log in maybe twice a week, and that's not enough for some people. Um, and for if I didn't have other stuff to play, it probably wouldn't be enough for me. But now I'm I feel like I have other things to play, which is good. Um, but they're responding to a lot of community backlash. So do we want to hit on what was most recently posted yesterday about the gated stuff? By Destiny? Yeah. Yeah, they said the uh, the, pres- the Prestige Leviathan Ray would be brought down to a power level 300 uh, for people. This is, I guess this is for people without the Curse of Osiris DLC. Yeah. Um, this will allow access to the Prestige Achievement, achievement and Trophy for all players. Um, 
they can also complete the final step for the legend of the Ark. Uh, Icarus? I- Icarus. Sh- I spell that weird. Exotic I don't even shotgun. know if it's called Icarus. I just, that's how I've said it before. It says A-C-R-I-U-S or whatever. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, Trials of the Nine will only require Curse of Osiris when it features a Curse of Osiris map. For all other weeks, it's available to all other players. Um, and then they're just they're just listing a bunch of things. That so what it yeah what it comes down to is the only thing that people won't be able to play if they don't have the Curse of Osiris DLC is the Prestige Nightfall. The Prestige Nightfall is the only piece of content that is being light level locked to being having new DLC. Meaning that if you don't have the new DLC, you can't do the Prestige Nightfall because that will be three thirty five. Yeah, and the regular Nightfall will be three hundred. Um, because they still want to leave something for players that are buying their I DLC. I don't see why they can't just be like, okay, this person doesn't have the... They, they don't have the DLC, and why can't they just group with people who don't have the DLC? I would assume there's some back-end server coding that makes that way too complicated. There's an easier route for them to take, and they did it in D1, so I don't know why they're, they're, they're struggling to figure this out. No, I'm just kidding. They need to make three different versions. They make a normal version. They make a heroic version, which is something that's existed for years, and that's your harder content for non-DLC players, and then your prestige can be for DLC players. You this leave a makes base them game. Ex- eligible for the trophy that right. is missing as well. You, you have a base level, which is for people that are, that are, tr- that are at the base light. Mm-hmm. You have a heroic where I don't want to buy the DLC, but I want more of a challenge. And then you have the prestige, those that have moved on with the game and now have the DLC and are going to increase their light level. Um, it was not fair that they locked people that bought vanilla destiny two out of content, especially since the game has only been out for two months. Yeah. And like, um, like one and a half months on PC. Right. So that's, that is not fair. And, I, and I'm glad they reacted so quickly and fixed it. I do not think the prestige raid being at light level 300 is the fix. I think that's a band aid, So someone can get the achievement. I still think the hardest difficulty for the raid, since there's only one of them, should be the new light level cap. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense. They just need to add a third difficulty to make things a little bit easier for themselves. Sure, um, that's a good solution. But I don't. Okay, I could agree with that. Uh, who knows? They're probably out there like throwing darts at a dartboard, trying to figure out how what, to make this work. So. What from D one do you remember them? When do you, when did they do three? difficulty levels i don't remember that i, I am they, they didn't do three difficulty levels what i'm saying is they they always did normal and heroic for everything there's always oh, a normal you're, mode you're and saying a heroic that, would, that mode. would be the thing they should have done they should have done normal heroic and if they want to add a gated difficulty that the con so what they were trying to fix and i think this is valid and and for those on the internet that are disagreeing you're being you're being uh hypocritical they were trying to solve the problem that vault of glass all of these other raid content fell behind because it didn't move along with your light level. You had no reason to go back and play Vault of Glass because right. you were 300 light levels over what Vault of Glass was. So that content became non-existent to you. Yeah, no one played it except right. to get those weapons that were in there. And even then, the weapons didn't matter because they weren't upgraded with your light level. Right. All of that content became stupid, right? Yeah. Right. So they said, okay. so what we want to do is we want to make this fresh piece of content move with your light level. And that's where prestige mode came out. But then someone said, oh, but I don't have the DLC. Why are you moving past me? Well, you can't have it both ways. 
Hmm. If you want to have it both ways, then there needs to be three difficulties. And I agree that your only raid content, your only end game content for PVE right now should move with the light cap. And if it doesn't, what's the point again? Why am I doing something that's 35 light levels under if it's not even going to be difficult? So someone that didn't buy the DLC can do prestige mode and get a trophy? Bullshit. Because they're they're probably not even going to get the trophy. 6% of people have the raid trophy right now. Right, yeah. So, like, I agree that people shouldn't be gated, but the community, they were solving a problem that the community asked them to fix, which is, why is all your old content non-existent? So they implemented a fix, and the fix backfired on them. Probably, one, because of the climate of the community. Yeah. And two, because the DLC also came out, like, two months after the game versus like four to six months after the base game came out. So people were probably like, we've only been playing this for three weeks. What do you mean? I can't do it all. It's not even Christmas yet. People's probably still haven't even gotten the game yet. Just saying. Sure. Like there's still like, I was looking at the achievements for Xbox there. Like the majority of the achievements are still like 40% or less completed. Like there's still 60% of the community that hasn't done a heroic public event. Wow. Is that like fucking wild to you? A little bit because they're, they're triggering all the time. They trigger all the time. So that means that they're because I'm assuming those achievements are based off of people that have logged into destiny, right? So that might mean that a m- large majority of those players are no longer playing destiny Two because it is almost impossible for you not to get into a heroic public event. Like you need to be actively trying not to be a part of a heroic public event. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I just like, I feel for them in a sense that they were doing something that the community asked uh, and it backfired on them, but I'm glad they're responding because right now what they need is complete transparency. They need to be vocal. They need to be talking about weekly or monthly updates. They need to be active on Reddit. They need to be responding to community feedback if they want this game to continue uh, because it is in such a low state. Um, And there's plenty of things that I'm not happy about with it, but I don't want to waste any more time talking about it. So, yeah, that's fair. We'll we'll probably be revisiting this many, I'm sure. many times. I'm sure. I'm sure. As all of us are. And there's an players. update that came out today. So they added way more. They added new things today that came out with with the refresh day. I didn't even pull that. Uh, so uh, again, next week, what I'll make sure that I do is that I come prepared to talk about what I think about the changes to Destiny Two in this week's update, and then what I think. Well, of before punching. you make that promise, I don't know when you when you guys want to do our game of the year discussion. Uh. We can still do it next week. We'll just do a longer show. Yeah. We'll just do a few minutes about what we've been up to. Make sure that we can try as and keep as it. All, all of us have to be here, though. None of yeah. this. None of this. You stay home it, and then it, trip goes, comes back. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. ne- isn't next week like the holiday? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I'm, I'm off. I have, yeah, so I'm on vacation. Probably shouldn't make that promise. No, next week is not the holiday. Oh, it isn't? No, it's the following week is the holiday. I mean, okay, if you cool. love stars, it's probably a holiday, but yeah. Um, no, we can do. I still I th- haven't got my ticket. Next, <laughs> next week is the. F- we're not going to rec- record the following week, probably, because the following week is yeah. is Christmas week. So, yeah. uh, next next week will probably be the game of the year. I just think if maybe we just talk about it being a, maybe a two hour episode, um, maybe. And if we spend thirty minutes talking about what we've been up to, then that's okay. As long as yeah, I think it, does, we it doesn't cool. beat the two and a half hour Diamond Jab episode. Two and a half hours, Jam. We were talking and yeah. drinking. That was a fun episode. Talking and drinking. Talking and drinking. What a guy, that guy, that diamond jab. What a guy. GSM, yeah. follow him. 
All right, let's talk about some game awards. Let's do it. So there were that was a fun watch. Just saying, I didn't get a chance to watch um, it. I watched the whole thing, and I've seen pretty much most of them in the previous years. And yeah, this, this going was, all the way back to Spike. Man, every time uh, all of Jeff Knightley's solo endeavor into this game awards thing he's been doing jeff yeah. knightley was the host when it was on spike right right but now he's like independent and he gets his funds from like he gets his own advertising and sponsors like last year we had a hydro Schick man i don't know if you guys remember that i remember yeah, yeah. it was a uh, remember the memes on the internet so about it. funny but this year there was none of that and it was it felt like a legitimate award show and mm. it was really good they had an orchestra play like um like at the when they finally got to the game of the year announcement they played a medley of all the game of the year music, like all oh, like that's the, cool. Like so, like they like got in on all that except for PUBG, which doesn't have any music. So I was uh, <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day about um, like if you compared the game industry to the film industry in terms of like timeline yeah. of development, right? Uh, we're in the silent movie era of the video game industry. Oh, like okay. in the what? I'm sorry, silent, silent movie the, about the silent silent movie or there. the um, or the 30s or 40s when they were experimenting with film mechanic styles. Mm. You know, that's the Citizen Kane era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about when, where we are in the game industry at this point. And we haven't even got into the golden years. We haven't yeah, even got into... I think, I think we're still waiting for mainstream acceptance of gaming right. as a, as that's like what a I'm form of That's why I'm saying we're medium. like in the 30s yeah. or 40s. Like in the 30s or 40s, film wasn't exactly... It was a dirty medium. Yeah, it's not as like prestige as it is now. You know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Speaking of of movie industry, did you see this clip that I sent you guys? Please tell me you watched it. I did. Did you, did you watch the clip that I sent you guys? Uh, this guy, no, Yosef uh, Fares. No, what's going on with him? So um, you've actually seen his game. He's making a way, a, out. A way out, which is the co-op Prison Break style game. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets on stage and he has this mega, mega rant. It seemed drug-fueled. Not going to make that accusation. The whole internet is doing that for me. But, man, that was... I don't think I've ever laughed that hard before. It was amazing. You have to watch this video later. No, I will. I will. This, this is, I, I texted it to you guys the, the night after. Or I whatever. think I saw it, but um, I didn't actually click on the clip. By far one of the biggest highlights of the evening. Um, there were tons of game announcements as well, surprisingly enough, because uh, a bunch of people on like this online forum were like, there's going to be nothing there any of interest to the Game Awards. And lo and behold, Jeff Knightley pops into the forum and goes, just you wait and see, buddy. Just you mm. wait and see. And there was tons of stuff announced. They announced Bayonetta for the Switch and the sequel, Switch exclusive. Bayonetta 3 is coming. They announced uh, a, the Dark Souls developer teased a new game. Mm, I no, didn't see that. No title. It was just a clip of like skulls or whatever and ominous stuff, and they had a had like a message on screen, and then that's it. No title. Was Dark Souls supposed to be a trilogy, and then it ended? The I don't know if it's supposed to be a trilogy, but the creator said he doesn't intend to make any more Dark Souls. Okay. Bloodborne's not off the table. Yeah, just saying. Bloodborne uh, two. Bloodborne is not off the table. Yeah, but true, we don't know true, yet. True. I saw a lot of Bloodborne two hashtags on Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Around the time of, of that award. I mean, I think it's time. I, I would love to j- dive back into Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, I'm diving into it now. Yeah, you are, baby. Um, the creator of Zelda, forgot his name, uh, popped out on stage with with some epic fanfare, and he they had a Master Sword on stage. He pulls it out, right? And he does. he's wearing the Link tunic and whatever. Um, and they announced the second DLC dropped mm. that night. So it, and I'm I'm planning on playing that at some point over my my vacation if I can. Nice. Um, Did you have to buy a season pass for that? Yeah. 
twenty dollars so, for two packs. Okay, cool. So you just buy, you spend twenty bucks, and you get the Champions Ballad, which was what they they showed a trailer for and they released, and then the Master Trials, uh, which was like a bottomless dungeon where you would just go down. Uh, which I want to get. I want to do both. I don't. I don't have the season pass yet, so gotcha. I'm going to dive into that and Frozen Wilds. I hope I make time for all this. And I'm playing Division. So Jesus, like, here we have another individual trying to balance time between yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath yeah. of the Wild. Catch, I, I, catch your breath there. I know. Uh, I know. Neo Aoshi. I know. I I feel like Frozen Wilds. I can like kind of knock out maybe. No. <laughs> you, did you, did your, you play it? No, I'm just saying you're out of your fucking mind. There, no way. I'm going to have a lot of free time. No way the developers of Horizon with that in-depth game fucking created something that you can knock out in 10 minutes. No well, way. Well, I'm going to say like maybe two days of me just like sitting on my couch playing maybe. Maybe the, sto- maybe the story. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, getting pretty, I'm pretty sure when I was researching. It's got to be what a it six was, eight hour. No, I think it's like a 10 to 14 hour. Holy shit, these people I'm pretty are sure. killing me. I'm pretty right. sure. I'll get to it. Could so, be wrong. But whatever. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe not it. the story, but like the story with the, the cool upgradables and like all that yeah, shit. Yeah, they expand your tree and they give right. you more like areas. And oh, Yeah, I, I'm, I know what I'm in for. I know what I'm in for. Um, the Zelda Champions Battle DLC also introduces a motorcycle. I saw the motorcycle video. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's going to be fun to get around the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know canonically how they're going to explain that. doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah, it seems it's very wacky. odd in the world. It's but, freaking wacky, and yeah. I love it. I just... I don't know. I don't know why. I just love it. Um, you guys have to watch the Death Stranding trailer. It's so fucking weird. Did you watch it? Yeah. I did not watch it. I fucking love Kojima so much. Norman Good. Reedus, Del Toro, and Kojima were all there. Guillermo Del Toro? You know him? Yeah, I know. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Um, yeah, he made that stupid movie about giant fucking robots. What? How, Pacific Rim? How yeah, dare you? I loved the American Evangelion. What is it. it? I'm just kidding. It's an, it's an anime. Is that? Oh. Okay. That, that it seemed very based off of. They just made Shape of Water, which is doing really well. I well, hear that's really good. I want to see that. Did he do that? Yeah. yeah. They showed a trailer for that as well, just because he was uh, there, you know. I, I'm going to be a little the, bit of a hater right now. Yeah. On Death Stranding? Yes. You shut your whore mouth. Uh, I'm just saying I have no idea why we're getting so excited for something that we know literally nothing about that we just keep seeing these weird fucking videos I've gotten for. into conversations about this with people online and here's the thing I really it's, like I it's understa- weird as fuck it's Listen, weird. I understand that you're putting your eggs in the uh, he made me Metal Gear Solid basket that's fine I'm just saying like we need to like temper our expectations Dude. of this fucking really he, weird fucking game. Honestly, when... Uh, that you, I, I am confident that this game won't come out until a new console comes out. Two things are going to happen. One, the most amazing game yeah. that you've you've ever fucking played is going to be is going to come out and you're going to like lose your shit and have the greatest experience I'm going to orgasm life. all over my screen all over right your now. face or Whoa, two face. or two <laughs> we're going to find out that Kojima is really just a weird shut in yeah. Howard Hughes type wearing fucking robes peeing in jars and drinking milk all fucking day mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what I think listen like I he he's our PSX also happened this past week, and he actually had an interview where he explained a lot of what okay. This means. I didn't, I did not read that. I will so send maybe, this link to you later. Yeah, don't worry. I mean, the fact that I need to read an article to understand a video Listen, is just fucking is, crazy to you, me. But you guys have to remember the way he presents these freaking crazy things that he he announced Metal Gear Solid Five with a fake developer, a fake development team, a guy covered in bandages, and the name was just Phantom Pain. No Metal Gear was was present. 
Mm-hmm. And it was just a weird, eerie trailer, weird shit. A giant whale came out of the sky. Freaking guy with, you know, down a burning hallway. Like, do you remember this trailer when it oh, popped I, I mean, I remember the intro to Metal Gear Solid 5 was fucking bonkers. Right. And then the rest of the game was a samey open world fun yeah. experience, but whatever. Sure. And then Metal Gear Solid 2, we had the freaking... Uh, uh, was red herring where you he only yeah, yeah, showed yeah, yeah, the tanker yeah. gameplay and then you were riding. Um, and Listen, then, I I know it's it's textbook Kojima. I'm just yeah. I'm just like I'm just tempering and temper that's, away, my that, friend. That's all. That's but all. I just want you to understand that you're on a ride that Kojima wants you to be on. He wants you to go. What the fuck am I looking at right now? Why are you showing me this baby inside Norman Reedus's throat? Why? Oh God! Why? Like he's he, and and he's like great. I'm really glad you guys are asking me these questions. He's like the Gaga of the video game industry. He he's he's playing. He's ARGing all of us right now, and he's having fun seeing what he can do and seeing the reactions. I think he's watching the internet for reactions. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Look. I, I'm going to give you this article later. I I'll always. I'm wa- not going to go through it right now. But I always wanted to play a video game designed by Andy Warhol. I can't wait. This is he's Japanese Andy Warhol. Yep. I can I can get down with that. Oops. Mm. All right. So, moving on from announcements. Um, just so you know, I I am very excited. I'm, very excited. Oh, I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm glad you are. Uh, new Soul Calibur announced yeah. finally. Funny enough, the day before. I um, die. I know it doesn't matter. But there's a there, it has its fan base. I, um, it has its there's, fan base. there's a competitive scene. Um, for it. I just got back into fighting games. I might love it. So Kotaku put out. Uh, you play you play Injustice because it's comic book IP. You don't play because it it's a fighting game. Uh, the, no. Now I'm into Ed Boon's design of game. So if he no, if he made one, if he makes Mortal Kombat the way this one's designed, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Right. Uh-huh. What? What? what, what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, so um, funny enough, Soul Calibur Six comes out, and a couple of days before the Game Awards, uh, Kotaku had their podcast, and on the podcast they said, "Oh, we don't know if Jeff Knightley has anything to show. It could be the sixth uh, sequel to the some whatever series." So other news organizations picked it up, saying, "Oh, Jeff Knightley has a sixth uh, a franchise, a six entry no in a franchise," way. and then Kotaku was like. Uh, that is not what we said. We were being facetious right. in in our speech, and then like Kotaku like reported, it, and then lo and behold, the sixth entry. That's hilarious. A, and like they were literally joking about being like, "What if he's got this franchise that he's going to pull, uh, you know, game six out of?" I don't know. Right. Anyway, I thought that was funny. That is, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Campo Santo announced Valley of the Gods, a new uh, Firewatch creator. So this is t- takes place in the twenties. You have a companion who is visible this time. Looks very Indiana Jonesy, kind of cool. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. There's a trailer. Okay, well. Firewatch was great. Um, Fortnite Battle Royale has a fifty v fifty game mode. You liked it? Give me uh, like yes, yeah, yeah. Your name. It's okay. Cool. I mean, moving on. No, yeah. I'm I mean, it, I mean, it's it's. It, I mean, I. I don't know what the big deal. About He's not it even was. going over the winners of the game awards. He's yet. going I'm, over a I'm bunch going of over shit. The news. They just, they just advertise more shit. Imagine you go to the Oscars and they advertise all these fucking new movies. But this coming is out. the industry. People are. I would watching. hate that. Yeah, people are watching this to find out more. Like you really think anybody watching that's like, oh, I wonder if so. I wonder gonna if so's going to. Yeah, no, exactly. But, exactly. But if you really think about it, what if the Oscars had a, a whole extra hour of tap tacked onto the beginning? Like, where they tra- like play, movie trailers and shit. Well, they don't need to because we have to watch fucking commercials everywhere we go yeah yeah i know there's no there's no commercials for this shit 
This is their opportunity to get their shit out here. Yeah. All right. It's a good stage. Do that. Anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna skip this one. THQ announced Fade to Silence. It's kind of like a Game of thrones style game, old fantasy-like. Sure, why not? I'm I'll take s- it. Glass over that. Who did? THQ? THQ Nordic. I'm sorry, because THQ died. Yeah, so. yeah, but they were they merged with Nordic. They were, they no, Nordic bought THQ properties and then renamed themselves THQ Nordic. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Mm. I remember that. I just, I just that. retweeted out the episode where we talked about that, which was oh, funny. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's coincidence you brought um, that up. This is a cool game called Witchfire, and when you're watching this trailer, it goes from the creators of Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which was a walking mystery simulator. Okay. Um, and then this guy, like, he's a beautiful environment, and he's walking around, he pulls out a gun, and he goes, but also from the creators of Bulletstorm. And then it just like shooting mm. and monsters. Cool. I'm in. I, okay. I like the combination of what they're going for there. Um, hopefully, that I'll have to watch that cool. trailer. Yeah, 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 it's cool. Sea of Thieves release date announcement March, March. Tw- March 20th. Yeah. yeah. That I'm excited for. Sea of Thieves. Finally, after two years, we see what Dreams is, kind of, maybe. What? What is? Dreams. It's a but, Sony game. Oh. Um, it's by Media Molecule. Uh, they do Little Big Planet. That's that's their that was their that real was their house. big thing. Yeah, yeah, that was their big thing. Um, this is a creation tool. It seems like it's going to be very VR heavy. It's you're, you use the move controllers to almost design and paint and create your own storybook type things. You have to watch the trailer for me to. I can't just explain it to you because it's it's cool looking. But will people like it? Maybe people mm-hmm. in Little Big Planet took those tools and they ran. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You think so. I? Uh, you think I have enough room in this uh, in the studio here for uh, a VR? VR? A VR? No. <laughs> they got like fall over and break my ass. Yeah, you're like an old man. I don't need you putting a VR headset on because Wolf, I'll come here one day and you'll be laying over like you fell and you can't get up and you were wait- you're just waiting for someone to come to your apartment to help you out. We'll show up for a show and you're gonna trip over a mic stand and fucking break your ankle. No. All right. Oh, but just, but in the, the in the living room. in the living room in the living room you could probably do it. Uh, we'd have to buy another console for that. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah. It's just too inconvenient to like drag that PS4 out of here into there. Uh, yeah. You're probably I th- right. I was thinking about the PSVR. I was I was dabbling with the idea of it as well. Yeah, it's going to entry level uh, VR. But then, yeah, then I could stream it. I would have to figure out how to stream it. I have to rent. Nah, it's too complicated. Just videotape you standing there going like looking like this. Nah. <laughs> you have. One of these days if we go yeah. brick and mortar, maybe we'll think about it then. But mm. Them's the dreams. So All what right. are the big categories? Here we go. Um, as we know, game of the year is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nice. Um, nice. Do we think that's deserved? We fucking called it. What do you mean? Do yeah, we, we, did, we, we did call it. it. We call it. Yeah. I we mean, we, we, we talked show. about like our personal games of the year because like Felix hadn't played it. I hadn't yeah. played it. But I, I think Legend of Zelda is is absolutely most deserving. most deserving yeah it also won best game direction sure. okay sure that, that goes in line which with i totally what understand we and people yeah. complain that it's like oh but the story's not there but i i think when we discussed it game direction was whatever well, is player whatever the player d- does the whatever developer wants the player to experience and correct. how they experience it zelda did a really good job at that because yes. it, it put a lot of the tools in the hands of the players game direction has nothing to do with the story they right. just don't understand the fucking job title right it's it's, right. A, it's a little bit different then and then because beth best narrative 
which was won by What Remains of Edith, Edith Finch. Yes, I which saw that. I guess we just have to play that game. I read a lot about it. I have no desire to play it. Oh, there you I go. I mean, it's it's about a it's about a four to eight hour experience where you walking simulator style. Yeah, you kind of grow up with this person from birth to uh, death, sure. apparently, and it's and it's about like the, their family interactions and but. I mean, I'm sure it has a great narrative. It couldn't have won this if it didn't have a great narrative, but it's not my cup of tea. It's like a Gone Home style yeah. game. You know? Speaking of cup of tea. Snacks the Cat played it. He loved it. Mm, there you go. Cool. Speaking of cup of tea, best art direction, Cuphead. Cuphead. Yes, good for them. Deserve that's that's we, awesome. We said yeah. that. We called we that did. too. We did. Yeah. Best score, uh, Near Automata. Didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming either because I thought Zelda's was beautiful. Horizons was beautiful. Um, it had, I mean, all those games up there were freaking deserved of it. Yeah. I need to finish Nier Automata. I just wish it didn't suck on PC. They need mm. to patch it. It has been untouched since release. Mm. Um, you were holding a finger. Were you, were you, were he you, was going to look in Apple Music for Nier Automata. It's not available. Oh, man. All right. Son I'll, I'll have bitch. to listen to that soundtrack later. Because I do, I do like just listening to game soundtracks because it brings me back to what, what I did in the game, which is why I normally like it. Right. Uh, well, there, what are you talking about? I what? mean, you found it. I mean, this Nier. says a beautiful song from near Automata. Automata. I hmm? mean, I mean, is that, hold on. You Maybe play, it's just the song. Tr- the main theme. That's just like the one song. But if, you, but if you look, if you look, it. hold on, if you look down here, there's someone that's created a shared playlist and inside of this. Sh- oh, no. There's no music inside the shirt. No, it's just the one song, not the whole soundtrack yet. Bummer. All right, so we got uh, best audio design, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Yes. So Deserve happy for it. them. Yeah, I mean, granted, we talked about how they made their their sound design. Yeah, great, great stuff. I mean, I didn't have to play it to know that that's the the, the best. The, the the way it sounds like it's designed is. Great. Oh yeah, and in like just everyone, you should play. You should wear headphones when you play it. Oh, you have to straight up. Um, best if you got, can get your hands on them, binaural headphones. Is that a thing? Yep. I don't know if... Today I learned. Yeah. T-I-L. Best performance, Melina Jurgens, who is Senua from Hellblade. Awesome. Love it. Um, she went on stage wearing the capture suit. She was Did wearing, she? She was wearing the capture suit, and she was like, I'm not an actress. I'm a video editor at the company. <laughs> they just needed someone to stand in, and it turned out she's a really good actress. Right, yeah. Um, it was... I The whole time you played that, you played it, right? I did. I didn't. I didn't beat it, but I am um, almost at the the final stage, and yeah. it's it's amazing. It ramps up, and you're like you're like the whole time you're with this woman, you're just like, wow, yeah, this is really heavy. Yeah. Speaking of which, best uh, games for impact. Yep, it won that as and well. And we, I think we called that as well. Mm-hmm. We said that was going to be the most impactful game. Which yeah. one? Hellblade. Hellblade. Oh yeah, yeah. Best uh, ongoing game, Overwatch. Good Ooh. for them. Best independent game, Cuphead. Good. I'm skipping these. I think that was really it, right? VR, Bio, uh, Biohazard 7, Resident Evil 7. Best action game, Wolfenstein. Cool. Sennhauser, so binaural headphones. Best strategy game, Mario Rabbids in your faces. Woo! Look at yeah. that. Beat XCOM and whatever. Mm. Best family game, Mario Odyssey. Best fighting game, Injustice 2. Uh, yep, that's right. I agree with that. Most anticipated game is Last of Us 2. Nice. Best esports game is Overwatch. Again, they won. Um, best multiplayer is PUBG, so they did win something. Uh, that yeah, makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Makes right, goddamn did I, did sense. I skip, did I skip that? But what did we say? We said Destiny, right? For best multi, we might I, I, have. I, I 
personally and that, might. I and that have was to because go back and listen. But. We didn't know how they defined it. You know, we we we, we kept See, saying. Like, I personally would have voted for PUBG. I believe you did. Did well, I? You okay. you were talking heavily about it should be PUBG, and we were saying, well, it depends on how they define multiplayer. Are they talking about the right. overall multiplayer experience drawing Which, people in? Uh, yeah, I consider that game very much because it had PVE elements. That's why we were thinking Destiny. Oh yeah, but they, prob- yeah, but they probably were not. Vo- games, they probably right? were not voting with 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 PVE being a necessity. I still consider that multiplayer. No, they, they, Even they, if there was no PvP in Destiny, that is still a multiplayer game. Destiny 2. Right? Say that again? I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Rude. No, um, no I agree with you. <laughs> if, uh, even if there's no PvP in Destiny, it's still a multiplayer game. Absolutely. You're, but you're, it you're sounds like friends. their definition is what is the most satisfying multiplayer. Because... Game. Most multiplayer pe- game. Most people claim that the most satisfying multiplayer experience they've had is PUBG in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so. Yeah. Um, and that pretty much does it. I mean, best action adventure is Zelda. Uh, best role playing Persona. Pretty much everyone you expected to win. Good. Boom. Hey, we're pretty best good at, uh, at predicting. Hell yeah. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. A little while. Mm hmm. Um, so, and then after that, PSX Long, happened. Longer than the Game Awards. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We've, yes. Yeah, not we've counting the years when they were at um, Spike. Yeah. <laughs> not much came out uh, during PlayStation. There were a lot of interviews with the company. Pretty much it's a PSX is just a celebration of everything PlayStation. Um, so a lot of like the studio heads were there and they were all they pretty much there. They had like a seven hour, or eight hour live stream of just mm. interviews. Yeah, they, okay. they, had, um, they had they uh, had Troy Baker and um, Ashley La- no Ashley Johnson and yeah, yep. they also had Laura Bailey on Laura the Bailey, stage. Yeah. All um, three had, of them were the up Uncharted there. 10th anniversary panel, which was all of the mm-hmm. all of them as well. It, Troy Baker's on that panel as the, well because he's uh, right, right, right. He's in that he, game. As, he plays as, the uh, brother. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, like that little montage they put together with the, mm. that showed off the 10 year anniversary and pretty had cool. all the great. Greatest clips from the game. I love that games. That was dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they just showed off like dreams. They showed off a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they uh, one of the developers said God of War PS4 will take twenty five to thirty five hours to complete. So it is not just your eight to ten hour God of War romp. I don't know. I don't, I'm like pretty middling on that game. The way it looks. Days gone at all. Days gone Did was they have not there. Okay. Detroit Become Human uh, had audience participation. I'm excited um, for Detroit Become Human. Same here. Kojima was interviewed um, with Mark Cerny. Oh, yeah. You, you have of, the ability uh, to play these games now. You can I be excited. I do. It's You're permitted. Play these games, yeah. Medieval is getting remastered. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So weird. Um, How old is that fucking game? PS1. Holy PS1 shit. Era. It's like 1998 or seven. Oh, they're just capitalizing off the Shadow of the Colossus success? Did it do well in its like? Re-release? I don't know. It did well critically, and it's a cult classic. I don't know if it would have done well. I'm going to say on... this is off the heels of Crash Bandicoot's success. It could be. I mean, it's it's completely fucking unnecessary. Whatever, it's fine. People like our age will like that. Whoever did they, played it. Did we ever get a ruling on whether with Shadow Colossus they changed the controls? They and... did not change the controls. I, th- of this. I thought they Fuck said no they updated. Way. I'm pretty sure the controls are still the same. Not playing up, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I, I I heard it. I. I mm. That's the reason I fell off when I tried to play it years later after no after I never played it before. I went in and I was like, I can't believe these fucking controls. Jesus Christ. This Hang is on. a fucking nightmare. It's a complete remake. PS4 is with optional new controls. Optional new controls. Got it. But the original option is still there. Oh, 
Okay. Then maybe I'll play it. <laughs> so you should definitely play it's a, it's it. It's a remake. It's a Yeah, yeah. It, it's quite a, it's re- quite a game. It's a real good experience. Um, yeah. I watched a friend play it when it came out. And yeah. I was like, like I, I went and played this about a year and a half to two years ago and it still was still old. Selling it for like sixty fucking bucks or something. It was yeah, yeah, it's the probably, remake, it's a remake. Absolutely. Yeah, God yeah. damn those I was more upset that Skyrim is sixty bucks on Switch. Yeah, what the fuck? It dude? Should be like thirty or forty. Come on, guys. I love Bethesda, but fuck them. Jesus Christ. Mm. That's some bullshit, dude. That's all I got, yo. For um, nice, you killed it for the for today. This was like your week, dude. You did a great job. Did I? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you absolutely, pulled, you pulled it all together. I'm moving this. No, 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 no. Yo, 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 yo. Forty bucks. They did. They, they. Oh, dude. They do. They went with Hellblade pricing. Hey, they. I thought Hellblade was twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, it could be cheaper now. No, I feel like Hellblade was always thirty. I thought it was forty. No, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, forty bucks, man. I'll pick it up. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, that's not good. It's a good price for that game. Um, <laughs> I fucking can't handle you, dude. No, no, no. I got a, I got a fucking backlog. Got a, what? You have I a backlog? I got a stack. I got a stack up there. Fat stacks, dude. Like yeah. stacks. For you days. can. By the time you're ready to play Shadow of Colossus, the remaster will be like nine ninety nine. No, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, don't buy it until you're ready to actually play. Got two it. two fucking Wolfenstein there's games a, there's a and that Phantom fucking Pain game to play. You How are, dare you, sir? You are never ever <laughs> going to play Phantom Pain. <laughs> like you're just not, dude. Like I just need you to accept that you are never going to play it. Like by the time you get through Wolfenstein one and two, there will be something new out that you're going to play and that's going to move to the bottom of your pile. If you ever even turn it on and play it, that's great, but there's no way you're going to beat it. Not a chance in hell. Well, I heard it. You literally can't beat it, right? Well, there's no way you're going to get to the end of the game. I thought Phantom Phantom Pain. Yeah, I thought there was some... Sh- oh, no, I was thinking Final nope. Fantasy fifteen. I thought there was some... No, there was a storyline or something. You were you did Pain. mention that Phantom Pain had a really shitty ending that didn't really end. It was unfinished, yeah. And in the Clockers edition, they had a DVD behind the scenes kind of explaining what Chapter 3 was supposed to be. The game is broken up into Chapter 1, Chapter 2. When you beat Chapter 1, it shows you these clips from, like, next time on Metal Gear 5. And then they show you all these things that never happen. <laughs> and the game just ends. <laughs> Biggest let down of 2015. there's like no answers to that. In the Collector's Edition behind the scenes DVD. Wait, wait. I still have not watched it yet. Just chapter one? And you, the, chapter one is very long. They're, they're very long chapters. And how many chapters are there? Two. Two. There were supposed to be three. It's the a 50 hour happened. game. It's a 40 to 50 hour game. No joke. But, <laughs> but like you beat the boss. Thank you for telling quote, me because now I'm going to go in preloaded knowing that I'm going to You're not going to go fucked. into it, dude. Shut I don't know if it's, it's for you. <laughs> There's no way in hell you're going to play a beginning middle story and not an end. Like, can you imagine you it just kind of be playing beginning and middle and being like, oh, I guess there's no end. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> you would literally lose it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that they, the didn't, they did fuck? not explain. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't play that. Dude, game. I was pissed at the end of you know, the fucking uh, the, that 1886 game. Yeah. Remember? The order? Uh, order. I should go back and play the order. Uh, now that wait, I can. wait for a big sale. Because mm. it goes down to like four dollars. I've seen it go down to like four dollars. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll but, you know. I I'll mean, I keep an eye. I, out. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it was. Very, I saw. I wanted to do that. It too. was very cinematic, but it was like completely on rails. Yeah, they spent. Well, it, I don't mind that. The game part it's like, of it wasn't in there. Apparently, yeah. apparently, the developers spent a lot of time more like working watching on the visuals. It, they spent a whole lot of time working on getting the visuals really well. And they forgot to make the game around it. It, w- yeah. it was just like watching like a long movie. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm all right with it. So there's a subreddit for you. 
called Patient Gamers. It's right up your alley. I'm one of them. You sh- you should be one of them because you have this backlog, and if you just wait a little bit, you don't have to spend sixty dollars and then throw it on. The no, shelf. I've already been starting to do that. Okay, cool. Because you pre-order a lot of stuff, and I noticed that you're like, oh, I got to pre-order that. No, I I, just- I, w- I waited on Wolfenstein. Okay, cool. I did. Cool, cool. Um, I waited a long time. I actually. worry about you, man. You I, I got Wolf the first Wolfenstein, the new order one. I got yeah. for ten bucks. What? Yeah. Wait, the, wait, the new new one? No, new no. Colossus. I got on a sale okay. for thirty. Confuse those names in my but brain. But the the first Wolfenstein, when I actually bought it, I got it for like ten bucks. I bought mine for ten bucks too on PlayStation. Yep, I think that. Well, be- actually, no, I I bought fifteen because I bought um, the, the DLC. expansion. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. was DLC yeah. uh, and the first one. I did not buy the second one because I, I knew that I would never. I already, I I already get had to new order. What's the rush? Play the first one first. Yeah, I, w- mm, I, I knew I would never get through the first one and the second one in a timely order, so no. I didn't buy the second yeah, one. Right. I heard the second one's pretty cool, though. I, I hear, heard I hear, good things. I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. so have I. Can I, real quick before we go out, can I tell him about something I've been doing? No. I'm completely. No, you absolutely can. I talked, <laughs> about it, I talked about it last week on the show. If you mm. didn't listen to it, I'll tell you now. I'm completely no hutting. Uh, Assassin's oh, Creed yeah. Origins. I took the HUD off. It's amazing. It's actually a really enjoyable, not frustrating, not frustrating experience at all without without the HUD. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Uh, they give you enough clues to to figure out where things are, and you can still use the map. Right. You know? Right. Um, like I said, I mean, it's the, the way that you, I preferred to play up, Last you, of Us. You clean up the screen, yeah. and it, it's a different game. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it feels, it's in, it feels yeah. I would absolutely imagine it too. So that's good. Yeah. That's you awesome, just dude. you just have to. You, if you really want to find stuff, you kind of have to. You have to climb the towers to unlock stuff. Right. Um, Shit. I may go back to Zelda like that. Just completely hudless. Yeah. I would. Enc- I would encourage anyone that's that's either replaying or is is looking for a new way to experience a game that they really love. If there's an option to play hudless, I would encourage you to do yeah. it. Yeah. What what I'm going to do when I start playing any new game, uh, depending on the style of game, mostly the open world ones, I'm going to look for no HUD first and see if I can switch it into that mode. Yeah. Play it from that way from the beginning. You tend to need it in the beginning to understand the menu system and understand yeah. where things are and the buttons. But then once you become comfortable with the mechanics, it's it's always a better experience to just see the world and not see any other clutter on your screen. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. I just wanted to tell you. No, nah, cool, man. I appreciate it. All right. This is lock. Just lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost did it. Did you hear that? Lock it. Oh, this oh. is lock. Just lock. <laughs> All right. This is lock signing off for episode 149. You can find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. That's L O C K E underscore key. Uh, follow me on Twitter to see when I go live on Twitch. I will be streaming uh, player unknown uh, over oh, the course yeah. of this weekend. Uh, I'll probably play some games tonight. See how I do. Cause I don't want to stream a bunch of uh, losses and, and, and bad aiming. So it happens, man, I'm going to get used to the game a little bit and then I'll probably stream it this weekend. I'm going to have some free time this weekend so i'll probably stream it uh so just follow me on twitter because anytime i go live on twitch i always tweet out first so if you just follow me there you'll be able to get the twitch handle from that i don't like it i think you should stay with lock and key okay this is neo aoshi <laughs> you can follow me at twitter twitter at neo underscore aoshi uh twitch at neo aoshi i'm gonna maybe i have so much free time next week I'm, i might stream a whole bunch there you go, do it. I'm playing so many games. I might just friggin' sit on my couch and turn on streaming for Horizon. You should do it. Yeah. Cool. Or Zelda. Or Maybe I can figure out how to use that raid feature. In what? In uh, they came out with a new Twitch raid feature where you press a button and you automatically raid someone. Oh shit. Insta raid. Like take all the people from my stream and just throw go, them in, go into yours yep. if you're live or yep, something. Yep, 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 I have to yep. figure out how to use it. I haven't. There's so many there's yet. so much about Twitch I don't know. 
so much. Anyway, this is uh, Felix Hergood. Please uh, follow me on Twitter, at Felix Hergood, and then Twitch is at Felix Hergood, and then Mixer, at Felix Hergood. I go live to both Mixer and Twitch at the exact same time through a, a third-party service called Restream. Uh, games I'm playing right now. This podcast is brought to you by Restream. Uh, kind of. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm uh, games I'm playing right now. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins with no HUD. I'm playing uh, Far Cry Three. I'm playing Battlefield One. I'm playing. Actually, I wonder if you could go no HUD in Far Cry Three. I haven't even thought Probably about could. that. Probably could. That'd be dope. You might be able to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, very, look, junk, yeah, gonna, it's a very like survival. I'm gonna look for that in there. And then I, occasionally you'll catch me playing Injustice Two and. It's one of the multiplayer I play. I don't remember. But whatever. Check me out. Later. See you later. Ridicule. Noun. One. Alternative form of ridicule. Two. A small women's bag made of a woven net-like material. (laughs) 